Coming up, City Walk is now open at Universal Orlando Resort in limited capacity. And we're going to talk about that. Plus, we have a special guest, Vincent from Vincent Vision, joining us to tell us about the experience of being at City Walk on the day that it reopened. So we have all that fun, plus so much more. From our houses in and around Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 259 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and I am joined alongside by my co-host today, Rhino. Hello. Hey, Rhino. Welcome. Thanks for being here. How brave. Thanks thanks for having me. Well, look. Yeah, I am brave. Do you see my shirt? How brave. (laughs) That's that's why I said it. That's funny. I I wasn't going to say it. And then when I saw your shirt, we've been on Skype now for over an hour. And I was like, his shirt says brave. I'm going to say it. But far out. Yeah, we have a very big episode for you today. Uh, just, uh, our first really news-heavy episode in a while because, well, it's uh, we've been doing these fun little filler episodes for you here while nothing's opening up and such. And now uh, we're finally... We're finally having the uh, we're finally having some some progress and updates that we can actually alert you on. So uh, we're going to do that. And like I mentioned, we are joined uh, for just in a little bit. Uh, we have joining us in just a little bit our special guest Vincent from Vincent Vision. I've talked about him on the show before, and he went on the first day of City Walkery opening. So he's going to tell us what it was like for for him to go there and and be there and all the safety measures and protocols and such. So it's something you're definitely going to want to keep watching so you can get to it and uh, and get that information. And so we will get to that just a little bit, but we are going to talk about CityWalk reopening first because uh, not, not everyone might have that information. So I did release a standalone video at youtube.com slash disunplugged that talked about CityWalk reopening when they did reopen on May 14th uh, with all the information on details like that. But I, I know that not everyone just watches the show. Some people do listen. And since since all of that news came out, there have been updates even further beyond that. So we're going to, to talk all about that here. So as I just mentioned, CityWalk is now reopened uh, in a limited capacity. It did open up on May 14th, that was a Thursday for anyone out there watching this years down the line for <laughs> some reason. And right now, the big part of CityWalk is what, how long is it open, when's it open, such. And it is open from 4 o'clock p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. And when I keep saying limited operations, that means only select venues are open right now. So instead of being like Disney, where with Disney Springs, they were planning on opening up first only the third party uh 
participants in it. Universal kind of uh, opened up with a little bit of a mix of everything. So, uh, Rhino, do you have the the list of food and shops and and such that opened up, or do I need to do that? I do not have that list of food and shops. I have it's it. Okay. Out, I have it. I have it an outdated one, so it's fine. But well, what do you want to tell us? What opened up when uh, it first opened up? Well, we know that uh, the red brick oven pizza was open. We know that mm-hmm. I said that wrong, didn't I? You you always will say it. <laughs> red oven pizza bakery. There's no brick. No, there's no bricks. It's just oh. a giant red oven. Oh, okay. Well, um, we had Voodoo Donuts, Margaritaville yeah. along. Uh, yeah, I mean Margaritaville essentially uh, um, Lone Palm, right? Lone Palm and, and the outdoor seating at Margaritaville. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, that was really it in the first phase, wasn't it? Was NBC open on the patio? No. uh, The other ones that were open, the Annie Ann's pretzel stand that was right across from NBC Sports Grill and Brew, that Mm -hmm. was open. And then another one that was open uh, for inside seating, not exterior, which is why I don't think a lot of people were talking about it. uh, But Bubba Gump Shrimp Company was, in fact, open (laughs) as well, too. So uh, with that first round, you could do mobile ordering for Red Oven Pizza Bakery as well as Voodoo Donut, and uh, it got very, very busy. Everything got very busy that was open for the most part. And uh, they, with that, too, if you were able to book reservations for the restaurants uh, ahead of time, then you could at least try to minimize that. But like, I, just from seeing all the posts online, uh, Margaritaville shot up very quickly to a two-and-a-half-hour wait, which Jeez. you know makes sense. It's People are excited to get back, and... And they want to be back in that setting. So they're going to wait for it. Well, and I, the most social setting there is, is having a drink on a patio somewhere with somebody. So, you know, it's where you go first, right? But, yeah, I, but, as soon as they announced Margaritaville was one of them, I was like, do I need a giant plate of nachos? I know. And it's like, it's kind of the stuff that was even mediocre before. You're just like, I just want something that's not something I'm making at my own house. Like, yeah. I don't know, but but uh, they had some retail shops as well, didn't they? Not they did, yeah. Do you do you, do you have that, or do I need to? I uh, I believe it was the Universal Studios store and the Hart and Huntington Tattoo Company had their not tattooing parlor open, but you could buy some shirts or merch yeah, in there. Right. Yeah, and they were taking reservations for tattoos in late June, but uh, they currently only retail. I'm sure tattooing will be happening before that, but um, at this rate. But and then um, was the was the um, the golf uh, one of the yep. the golf area open as well? I heard. Yeah, the Hollywood Driving Golf was open. Uh, only the haunted side, not the alien side, and. Then the other location open as of the opening was the airbrush stand that is kind of like right across from Margaritaville. Oh. So in case you need, uh, in case you need a Hanes T-shirt airbrushed some for some reason, then that was available to you. So uh, my my wife's birthday is literally the day that this is uh, we're recording. Not the day we're recording this. The day this is released, it is my wife's birthday, and I know that's the only thing that she asked for this year was an, an airbrush shirt. <laughs> City walk, so uh, I unfortunately I didn't make it out for it. But I did say that 
uh, I will get to City Walk here uh, very soon, probably within the next week or two, uh, because the the one thing that I haven't had during this entire stay at home period, I haven't had anything, any fresh pizza. I've only had frozen oh, pizza. Yeah, so yeah. I and I'm particular about where I get pizza from anyway. So mm-hmm. I said, it, it says the guy who buys frozen pizza. But yeah, right. all that aside, <laughs> Tombstone. He's eating Tombstone in his yeah. house. I California Pizza Kitchen or nothing for me. I don't. I know. I, I don't I want like any. Freshetta. Freshetta. That's how you say Freshetta it. is better. Yeah, it's for, it's but, good. It's good. You pay a couple extra bucks, but it's good. I, yeah, there's there's not there are some decent ones, but uh, I said I've always loved the pizza from Red Oven Pizza Bakery, and I've always thought that it was it was pretty excellent. So I, I said that I would be willing to go to City Walk and get get us a pizza to go and get us some Voodoo Donuts. And Listen, that would be when I go. There's nothing better than a brick oven pizza. I and you won't find agree, it at but... the Red Oven. <laughs> Bakery, but <laughs> I was gonna say I, I was pausing to hope that you were gonna have <laughs> yeah, a button in there because I'm like if I have to explain this to you again <laughs> I mean technically there is like they use the wood so you get that kind of like char bricky style material with it I, but it's you know what you know Maybe, we talked we talked about donuts too like you said on one of the show was it this show or was it one of the other shows I don't know it was, we talked yeah it was this one in our park picks okay and. The the thing that could pull me out now, you said the pizza and the donuts. I saw a photo of somebody's like donut picks, and I was like, man, I want that. Whatever that one that was the big peanut butter, like, is it ODP? It was the mm-hmm. the big peanut butter one that was like a fritter, basically. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God. I mean, if we're throwing we're throwing our cares to the wind, I might as well eat a donut while I'm doing it. Am I right? <laughs> like- exactly. Rhino, I'm not even going to lie. There might be bricks helping to build that oven right, at the right now <laughs> I, I i just realized even though it is big and it's a big red oven i they do have to use something as a foundation it can't just be like this is big red plastic so maybe <laughs> that's what i was thinking yeah it's the porcelain pizza company <laughs> it's just a giant dutch oven that you're putting the pizza in it's fine i I'm not one to judge how they make their oven. Maybe there is brick. Maybe I've never noticed the brick because I'm too enamored by the red. But I feel like I was being <laughs> way too dismissive of you and in the bricks. So I apologize for that. I hope it is made of bricks now so I can finally <laughs> stick my foot in my mouth. But uh, the exciting news is we are recording this on Friday, May 15th. And uh, the... I I thought that this was going to stick in place. All those venues that we just talked about, I thought that's what was going to stick in place for probably a week, maybe maybe a little bit longer, yeah. and watch how those were happening. But then, then just in the middle of the day here, kind of close to right before City Walk was reopening for the day, uh, they did announce that there'd be a couple extra additions opening up. So Cinnabon is going to be opened. Uh, mm. It's well is currently. I mean. As of the time we're recording this, it's already open, and of the time of the release, it would still be open unless they decide to not open it past Friday. But uh, Cinnabon up with mobile ordering available, and also Coldstone Creamery. No mobile ordering there, but Coldstone no, Creamery in. is available. Yeah, you got to watch them mix up your your ice cream in front of you and yeah. such. And then Tusum Chocolate Emporium and Savory mm. Feast Kitchen, the dessert and candy areas are open, not the actual restaurant yet. So, Ugh. 
Yeah, no big, no brunch, no big burger meatloaf thing. No She'll chocolate Manhattan. No, but you'll be able to get some uh, some some desserts, your milkshakes and, and such, and get your uh, retail candies and and such. So part of it part of it is open. So uh, it's a nice step step forward to the next step. So I and that's just what's as a Friday. Who knows? I'm going to leave myself like two seconds here right now in case there's even more that opens up uh, after we're done recording this. So, Craig, here's your chance. So either that was one awkward silent pause there or or I oh. put something in. I don't know yet. <laughs> Not taking it out either. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so now we are. Yeah, no, of course, I'm not taking that out. But we are about to put in our interview that we did with Vincent about being at City Walk on the opening day. Uh, So we are going to go ahead and cut to that now. And we hope you enjoy. As I told you at the start of the show, we are having a very special guest join us now to have a conversation about the experience of going to City Walk now that it is is reopened as part of the uh, first steps to opening back up Universal Orlando Resort. And that very special guest is someone that we've mentioned on this show before, urged you to go and watch his videos, and I still urge you to do that after you're done watching or listening to this, of course. But uh, for the time being, you can at least get to know him this way, and that is my dear friend Vincent from Vincent Vision. So, Vision, I said that very strangely. <laughs> Vision, but... It's okay, I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm glad you do like it, but hey, Vincent, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. I listen to you guys, like, all the time, so this is really, really cool. So, thank you guys so much for having me on. I I mean, it feels weird anytime you say you, you watch us, and I mean, how how long did we actually know each other I, I want to say it was like maybe three, four, five, six months, and you were still coming up to me. Like I couldn't remember you from the first time we met, and saying how much <laughs> of a big fan you were. Well, hey, you know, I, I mean it. I gotta keep it, gotta keep the love going. But yeah, it was cool. We would we had this relationship where we would just like kind of bump into each other from at like different major theme park events and stuff like that. It was like Galaxy's Edge, and then like, oh my gosh, do you remember? chicken guy oh. where we were at <laughs> of course we i chicken remember guy and i needed help filming something <laughs> i was a chicken guy i needed help filming the chicken dance by the logo and you know, craig helped me out with that so that's cool i got a professional videographer <laughs> to help me out with one of my videos one time uh, let's try semi-professional let's not let's not fancy it up but no i'm i'm always happy to help anytime i see you it's always it's always fun seeing you out and about so before we ask you about your experience do you want to just like tell people who you are what you do and such <laughs> you know i think i'm gonna leave it a mystery no i yeah i, I yeah i know my name is vincent i do uh theme park based videos on youtube a channel called vincent vision i go out have some fun and go to disneyland disney world check out things in orlando um and uh it's a good time i think you guys will really like it i try to keep it fun try to keep it light try to keep it entertaining try to keep it funny um trying to make some good tv on youtube you know so hope you guys like it yeah you are very abnormal in your approach and i mean that in the abnormal. best way okay okay, <laughs> okay. abnormal all right no, you abby normal abby normal <laughs> i mean that in the best way because you're not afraid to do something that just makes you look extremely crazy and that is a very bold thing that not a lot of people well, and there are a lot of people out there who will do it i will not do it in a theme park at least i don't try to every now and then when my 
my belly pops out of my shirt. That's like kind of me pushing the edge with that. But uh, <laughs> you you definitely do not hold back from from crazy and zany stuff. Like I love that still when you go to the homepage of your channel that it's it's you on the your your Hagrid's video wearing the beard and everything. You just yeah. you look insane. I, I appreciate that. Hey, it's uh that's just show business, guys. No, but uh, it's 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 nice, you know. Theme parks are are, are a safe place. They're a, a, a safe environment to express yourself and and express your excitement and your love for the things you have. So I think uh, jumping around and dancing around—that's one of the purest, highest forms of being excited. And I just happen to be excited about theme parks, so it works out. Bye. I love it. So uh, before we get started on this, one more question in terms of all that. Uh, We're going to obviously have a link in our show notes and in the description here to your channel so everyone can go and check out your videos. But if you had to choose one video on your channel that best best exemplifies you, what do you think it would be? Oh, man. Um, Well... My dog just gave you guys the answer. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> really big fan. He, uh, no, uh, I am really, really fond of my Star Wars videos. Uh, Galaxy's Edge is probably my favorite theme park land anywhere ever. And I think 2019 was awesome because of Galaxy's Edge. So honestly, if you go to the Star Wars, I have a little playlist dedicated to just Star Wars videos. Uh, a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't like that. Yeah, 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 exactly, Kent. Yeah, um, I would definitely recommend the Star Wars videos. Um, I actually do also. I love the um, the the his uh, profile photo is him with the lightsaber and you have the uh, Han Solo jacket on. And I was like, OK, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Savi's was the coolest thing ever. The battery in my lightsaber is dead now, so I can't like swing it around, which, you know, this quarantine would have been the perfect time to swing your lightsaber around and play with it but unfortunately it's just kind of sitting there but yeah and you know what i i went on that day gosh that had i it was florida and wearing that jacket you got to suffer for fashion yeah for those cool yeah. pictures but it, it oh, was I, worth I, it i, I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so let's get into the nitty-gritty why we brought you on this to begin with and uh not not that we wouldn't because you're just a pleasant, delightful person anyways, but you ventured out to Universal City Walk on the first day that it reopened and you made an excellent, excellent vlog uh, kind of showcasing your entire experience there. So uh, we're going to urge people to to head over to your channel and watch that as well, too, so they get the first hand impression of it. But for everyone else who uh, just wants a little taste of it uh, right now, can you kind of can you kind of walk us through what what the experience was like going to City Walk with the new measures that were put in place? Yeah, so I I decided that I wanted to go to City Walk on the grand reopening, you know, the first day that they started letting people back in because I thought it would be a really, really big deal. I thought it was a, a big deal in the theme park world. Um, and you know, they kind of announced it a couple days beforehand and I, I got everything, you know, you needed a mask. They were going to check your temperature. So I went in with that. I got there at about three 30. <laughs> I kind of worked out because I was on the other end of the street. They actually were like, there's like a good amount of cars already waiting at like three 30 on the bridge from endless summer. And I was like, oh my goodness. But I came from the opposite end and I got right in, uh, waited there. It starts 
all the social distancing stuff starts from like right when you park mm-hmm. and you're getting into the security checkpoint. They had all that there and there was a pretty good amount of people like first for that initial rush, but they had us wait there until about four o'clock and then they started checking people's temperatures. Yeah. And I, I mean, I at least saw like the photos and videos that were coming out of it, your stuff as well too. It's, non-invasive completely when they're taking temperatures uh did you see anyone who seemed like they were putting up a a fight about having the temperatures being taken no actually it wasn't it wasn't i don't i wouldn't say it was that bad like uh everyone had masks on um i had never (laughs) sounds silly but I'd, i'd never had like my temperature checked that way before so I was like a little nervous. I was like, Oh, what, what if this is how I find out that I'm not good to be here? You know, like, um, but it was quick. It was painless and people were going in and out and, um, it's security team members who were doing it. Um, and you, they were taking their gloves off. They all had their own little tables. They would kind of send you to the available spots. And I thought it was quick and painless. I, I did hear from team members at the front that they, actually were turning people away who had a higher temperature than I believe it's 100.4 degrees yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah. So anything higher than that is no go and they would turn you away. And apparently they were turning people away. And then I heard there may have been like certain like escalations and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't see it with the first wave of people coming in. My hope is the people they turned away then were like, maybe it's time to make a doctor's appointment. <laughs> like. <laughs> get it checked out pretty quick you know because because who's here just being like you know 100 is just enough where you might be like i feel a little weird today but you're not you know it's florida it's always 110 degrees outside so it's hard to gauge that sometimes but i don't know now my question something i didn't see in all of this uh maybe i just wasn't paying attention well enough what were they doing as far as security after the temperature check? Were they doing metal detectors or is that just not happening right now? They were. So I would say once you got past the temperature check, it was pretty much like normal. Okay. You got to the hub and you went in and you put your bags away and stuff like that. The hub, all the, the red cement, they got a fresh coat of paint. So you're like, ooh, it's all fresh and new. Um, but yeah, I think really once you got past that, apart from different markers on the ground staying six feet apart, six feet apart. Um, it was pretty normal. Bag check-in was felt pretty normal and there was a lot less people there. So it was quicker too. <laughs> were people generally like keeping space when they were going through the bag check area? I would, yes, I would say so. I think a lot of people were like getting acclimated to it. I'll admit I like every so often I would be like, Oh, I'm back at the theme park. My autopilot kicks in. Right. Yeah. I'm like trying to push through and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Can't do that anymore. It's not a thing. Um, so yeah, I would say in general, all the crowds, everyone did a really good job at like trying to keep apart and keep their distance. Everyone kind of realized that that's the rules of the game right now if you wanted to be at City Walk, you know? Mm. And I I know because of your vlog that you were able to actually sit down at Margaritaville and and have some drinks. I know that uh, it ended up being a very very long line for a lot of people. But how do you, how do you feel that they were handling that process? Do you feel like the tables were spaced out all enough outside far enough? Do you was it good? Yeah. So I, yeah, it, it was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So we, I got to sit outside by the hemisphere dancer playing and 
all the tables were spread apart, enough so that once you were seated with your party and your, your travel group, you were able to take your mask off. Everyone at the tables were had their masks off because they were spread apart. And, and I'll admit, I joined a friend. That's how I was able to get a table at Margaritaville because, yeah, you're right. It was like two and a half hours, which is crazy. Like, and, you know, Margaritaville, I was very happy to be there, but it's not exactly in my uh, my top five as places that I would go on a normal city walk day. But <laughs> it was open and I got to join a table and everyone had their masks off. And I don't know if it was something that they were telling them that they could do once they're seated. But, yeah, the tables were, were spread apart. I wish I could have seen inside, like the dining area. I know there was a guy playing music. I heard that. So that was was lovely to hear some live music again. Yeah. Did you uh, did you go inside the the merchandise shop and check out the the masks and universal hand sanitizer? I did, and I got so excited to see universal branded hand sanitizer that I bought two bottles, and I was <laughs> like, "Wow!" It was three bucks, so it wasn't bad. And then they had uh, the camo and the pink, you know, the two genders, pink camo for face masks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had those there, so you could buy some if you're lose yours or you need a new one they had those available for people but to i don't think that they had anything outside of going back to temperature checks like outside of temperature checks so i don't think they like offered i know there was some in the hub but that was you had to get your temperature check before you got to the hub so that's that's what i was going to ask because if you're supposed to have the mask on before you get to that point you know did they have anything set up to sell them you know where they're doing temperature checks or Passing them out, but you just answered the passing them out. Yeah, because so you have to have it before you leave your car then or other or they didn't think that through all the way about. Yeah. And somebody put it on before. And I'm sure like it could change. Like, I'm sure they'll realize, hey, we can sell these masks. But I think if you if you don't pass the temperature check. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't you don't need the mask. You don't even just get out of here, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Beat it. (laughs) So do you think, like, just from your opinion of you were there for a couple hours, uh, do you think that you saw most people there, like, solely intent on showing up to actually to eat or shop? Or or do you think it was more people just kind of, like, walking around and, and taking it all in, like a day at the, the park that just happens to be city walk, like, kind of a, a park? It was a – I would say it was a good mix of both. They – they had like almost like this like ceremony for people who came in. They had uh, a drumline playing on that City Walk Bridge when you first come in. So there was a, a a lot a lot of people there when it first opened up, and I, there was a lot of people walking around. Like I was really really happy to find out that they kept the bridges to the parks open, so you could at least go up to the lighthouse. You can go up to the arches and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, the arches, it's yeah. you," you know. Um, but nothing else on that side was open. They didn't even have like the music playing, which was I hope they fixed that because, you know, I wanted to hear some Islands Adventure music. But, yeah. you know, like Margaritaville was the only sit down restaurant. Uh, Voodoo Donuts was open. I didn't get any Voodoo Donuts, but they had a mobile order that apparently was like 30 minutes to get Voodoo Donuts without the mobile order it was about an hour. So people were wow. getting stuff. And I think that'll obviously won't be as crazy once more things open up there. Yeah. But I would say like people realize they were there and they're like you know what we're here let's celebrate with some donuts <laughs> you know? well i i saw like a photo of the donuts and i was like 
That's probably what I would have gone for. Was the absolutely? I should have. I should have. But I, I got a seat at Margaritaville, so I was happy to sit there. Yeah, I'd be happy with that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one of the things I said on I think our Walt Disney World show this past week was I had a little meltdown and like went off saying after Disney Springs opens up after my experiences I've had in Publix lately and Walmart and other stores. Knowing that masks are being enforced and temperature checks, it's actually, to me, it feels like it would be safer to be at these places that are having these stricter enforcements. Do you, Is that kind of the impression that you got from it, that right now theme parks are actually a safe haven? Uh, not theme parks, per se, since they're not open yet, but a city walk. Would you consider that like a safe haven right now, safer than a lot of grocery stores and such? Honestly... I would I would say so. Like it, it felt so much safer. Just the fact that everyone was wearing a mask, that you had to get your temperature checked, um, and that there wasn't that much open. You know, the fact that there wasn't so much to do that people weren't kind of just like hanging around. There there were people hanging around, but like they also did a really good job with crowd control because. At four o'clock, when it first opened up, it was like as busy as I saw it. And it never, it just went down, 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 down until like I left at about seven o'clock. It was, it was nothing. Like there were people there, obviously, but it was just so much easier. So like it felt nice. It felt that it felt nice having that sort of filter of the force masks and the temperature check. Cause once you got past that, everything melts pretty much just felt normal. And you were like, oh, right. I'm back. So, yeah. Did you did you see people like? I how did the enforcement of wearing the masks go? Did you see a lot of people who were like trying to take it off once they came in, or they were walking around? Were there people set up in areas to be like, "Hey, excuse me, you have to wear that mask everywhere you go." There was definitely a lot of like extra Universal team members, and I think it was just a lot of like management types as business casual and stuff. Mm. Um, but. I saw pretty much everyone wearing their masks That's good. the whole time. I think I, I think CityWalk still has smoking areas, and I think there were people taking their masks off to smoke in the corners and things like that, wherever oh. the smoking areas are. Um, but every yeah, I, I I don't I didn't see anyone like, all right, I'm in, and like yeah, take it off, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think everyone is is playing along and they're playing by the rules pretty well. That's I, good. I didn't even think about smoking areas and all of this and, and that aspect of it, but uh, especially because you know it, it Universal, they're still all over the place. But at Walt Disney World, like knowing that the smoking areas at the theme parks are out front, off to the side, away, it's just it's something that didn't even really dawn on me anymore. Because you don't I feel like I don't see smoking in parks quite as much as I did before. But you definitely don't. Yeah, so it, it, people were, I mean, they, they were, but it was even then, it wasn't like, there was just like not that many people later in the day that you wouldn't even, it's just little pockets of people all spread out with their friends and family just hanging out and just like standing by the water and looking at the globe. <laughs> okay, Rhino, do you have any final questions about what City of the Walk was like? No, I actually, I, I will say, like, talking with you, Vincent, it did make me feel a little better once we came to that kind of realization that it's more secured in terms of, like, um, social distancing protocols at 
city walk than it is at like a target or a Publix or anything. And I, I think that kind of didn't really occur to me that is if they're going to have these like enforcements and these people doing this. And also, you know, it's a wider open space. It, I guess it, you put me at ease a little bit more hey. and, and it, it is still one of those things, you know, time will tell, I guess too. Yeah. So, and, and I would say, I would say like the, they had those six feet markers everywhere. There were still performers that had face masks on, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the people who are six feet up in the air still had face masks and they even had like markers by them. And I was getting on the ground. Yeah. I'm like, is that like to meet, the still walkers they have these like six feet apart markers i couldn't even but it was all over the place and it it definitely made it feel like if i follow the rules i will be safe you know yeah well i have one more question not pertaining to this for you and that is when the theme parks do open back up which one are you going to first between usf or ioa and what's the first attraction that you're going on Oh, that's rough. Uh, I love me some Islands of Adventure. It's got to be Islands of Adventure. I think my first ride, it's got to be the Hulk. I haven't been shot out of a cannon in a, <laughs> two months now, you know, so I'm probably going the Hulk and fly out there and see what happens, you know, get that feeling again. I, I respect that. I said, uh, for me, I said, uh, I, when we talked about this, I said Hagrid's for me. I'm ready to get back on that that attraction again. It's been... It's been far too long, and so I, I respect I respect your opinion. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But okay, so again, I want to recommend. Uh, you know, we just kind of went over the information here of what it was like, but you can see the entire experience that Vincent had over on his channel, Vincent Vision. Uh, watch that video to get the entire entire grip of that situation but before you go vincent thank you for being here do you have any place else that people can follow you on social media such yeah you can i've got an instagram and a twitter you can follow me on there both of the names are the same it's uh vincent vision 4d like shrek 4d in fact the name of my youtube channel vincent vision came from ogre vision which is oh, the title gosh. from shrek so that thought you guys would want to know that. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Check it out, guys. Vincent Vision 4D on Twitter and Instagram, and then Vincent Vision on YouTube. So thank you guys so much for having me on. This is awesome. This is great. This is like a little bucket list moment for me here. Oh. I'll mark that off right now. <laughs> no. Thank you, Vincent. And we will have you on again, and we'll see you in the parks. And hopefully we'll uh, collaborate soon. So, Rhino, now that we have heard from Vincent about the procedures, we saw what was out there on social media and such, do you think you'll be going to CityWalk anytime soon? Um, probably not, because it's like, it's kind of like what you said. It's one of those things where not until there's this draw where it's like, what what do I really want to go there for? Um you know, it, 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 it is kind of tempting for the donuts or like, you know, to... to have a socialization what what i do enjoy about our conversation is how we kind of broke it down and realizing that i i think i'd actually feel more comfortable at CityWalk than springs as of right now just because of like we talked about the shape of CityWalk, being able to like see yeah. across and see everywhere that you are so you can kind of get a gauge on where there are hordes of people you know which ideally there won't be um but that sort of thing that kind of it it quells some of my fear a little bit um i don't think that's the right word but it's fine um 
but it, it it you know that that eases me a bit but it's like it's kind of what you said it's like what do i need from there right now you know um is it worth the risk you know because there's kind of the element of risk for everything but I again, I'm going to say that after this conversation, I'd feel more comfortable going there than like a, a store or a place that isn't requiring people to wear face masks. Like I, I think that's a big part of it about requiring people to have them, and then the enforcement of it as well. It makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, who knows? By the time this is out there in the world, I might have already gone. So, um, I, I didn't think I was going to feel antsy about it but it's Mm -hmm. it really is just like i want i want those donuts that's the main thing i I know i I, that there's that one picture of the donuts and i just it's like that pavlov's bell where like the bell has been rung and i am drooling right now because all i can think about is the that donut i'm like "Ah, yeah deliver deliver voodoo deliver (laughs) it's that would be nice and that's the thing like i i guess I one of the things I've always kind of dismissed in the conversations and such leading up to to the reopening is that I am fortunate enough that I live in a neighborhood where I can walk around for miles without really with yeah. being able to social distance and then also not having to worry about like wildlife about uh, dangerous areas and such. So I I feel like I've kind of been dismissing that there are people who are living in more metro areas that aren't mm-hmm. able to do that. And so the city walk opening up while I think that the people who are going there should be like actually spending money there, whether it's on food or beverages or, or shopping, if they're going to go there, they should be giving back. One of the things I didn't really take into consideration is, you know, some people do need a safe place to walk around and get yeah, exercise so, and enjoy somewhere to stretch your legs. So, yeah. Yeah, so now I think I'm kind of I'm slowly peeling that back too. It's just I literally didn't think about it before and I feel like maybe I was a little harsh, but that is it's something that people need too. There's with gyms not being open, if there is an outdoor area in a safe area where you Craig, can still distance, then gyms open gyms will be open by the time this episode is airing i believe or close there in of i just read an article right before we started recording that i believe gyms will be opening tomorrow as of if you're watching this on the sunday it comes out oh, i believe well, they start opening on monday and i was like mm, 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 mm. I, definitely not going there somewhere where people are literally sweating poison out of them no thank you see that's where it's hilarious that we we missed information i knew that the the restaurant indoor capacity was opening up to 50 percent. you missed that part but i yeah. missed the gym part of it so yeah, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I have a question for you because I actually don't I don't know the answer or if this has even been addressed yet. Now that City Walk's open, I mean, you and I have paid our annual passes in full. But what does that mean for our annual passes? Is it not until the actual theme parks open? Because this is different than Disney. Like the you know what I mean? Like, do we still get free parking if we go, even though the annual pass is technically not active because the parks aren't active? I forgot to ask Vincent that question. Oh, did you say like right now during this period with the parking? Yeah. I, you know what? I just realized this was really bad on us. I said that we were going to talk about all the information about what was opening up and stuff at the beginning. I missed out on like half of the information. Yeah. So 
Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not cutting it in before. We're going to just do it now. So I hope people sat through 30 minutes to get to the important information here. <laughs> uh, and that is that part of this is right now, uh, CityWalk does not have a parking charge. So anyone can show up and their self-parking is completely oh. free. And with that, too, there is not currently valet service. So only self-parking. And and it is currently free. So as as of right now, that could change at any given time if they decide that you know they need to start making that money. Then it could it could start being uh, so. Added. Yeah. Go ahead. So any person can come out and just walk around, and it'll cost you nothing, except for your life maybe. But you know, I don't yeah. mean to be morbid, but I mean like you know, there's a certain element of a risk, but. That is interesting to me. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's even even beyond that, like the city walks open from four o'clock to 10 o'clock right now. So mm-hmm. with old city walk rules, unless it's like a Halloween Horror Nights night after six o'clock is free parking anyways. So oh, it's good, really good point. Yeah. you're really only getting two hours of free parking in terms of if you don't have an annual pass or anything. But yeah, right now it's just anyone who wants to come free parking the entire time from 4 o'clock to 10 o'clock p.m. And some of the stuff Vincent did talk about, uh, they are mandatory requiring face masks. So you have to have a face, not necessarily a mask, but you do have to have a face covering, whether you have a, a full mask, whether you have the mask that, you know, covers the important areas, your your nose and, and mouth, whether you have one of those weird uh, things that looks like you're putting a tube sock over your your neck and like a neck warmer. Uh, any Anything that is a face covering is, is something that you have to have. Uh, you have to pass a mandatory temperature check. It cannot be above 100.4 degrees or you will be turned away. Uh, and that's that's how they are handling that. We already heard from Vincent how they're handling the the metal detectors and stuff, so we don't need to go into that. And that wasn't part of the rules and regulations that Universal released anyway, so uh, not not a big deal on there. But continuing on with uh, with the restrictions and such, so they're asking, of course, people to socially distance, maintain that six feet apart or two meters, depending on which system you decide to use. Rhino likes to use the metric system. So I like to make it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wash your hands often. Make sure you're washing for 20 seconds uh, as often as possible. Universal is going to be cleaning bathrooms as much as possible, too, as well as every surface around. Uh, that is part of their goal is to keep everything as clean as possible. So they are like constantly trying to be thoroughly cleaning. And then, like Vincent mentioned, uh, if there's floor markings in a specific area, whether it's like the retail area or any of the places where you're getting your food and such, you have to adhere to those floor markings so that way you know you are maintaining that that proper distance and and that is that's it for for right now again as as different phases happen with florida reopening and such uh it's we already know that the indoor restaurants uh procedures went up so we don't know when the next time they'll jump up we don't know when when everything will start getting more lax but that's I think there was like an assumption, at least on my part, I don't know about you, but that every phase would be a minimum of two weeks because I thought the whole idea was we had to see, I guess that's foolish of me too, because we're not actually testing anybody. So I guess that I was thinking it would be two week increments because then you had to see how is the infection, how is the infection rate, you know, 
proceeding? Is it drastically spiking? Is it just leveling? Is it what is it? You know, but then I guess if we're not testing it anyways, then what does it matter? Right? Not to yeah. be like super morbid and whatever about it. So it make, just makes me think now that I don't know. I, I, it's one of those two things. I am very happy for the things that Universal has chosen to put in place when they have decided that they have decided to open what they've opened. You know what I mean? It's like what you already said, the temperature checks, the, the masks and all that stuff. I, I, I hate the idea that we said it gives you that false sense of security. The temperature check does. So, you know, still, but, but enforcing the masks and the social distancing guidelines is, is crucial, I think for everyone's safety. And it's, it's good that universal does that. So I, yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. You know, um, it, it's a good step. And I'll just yeah. say, you know, it's, it's, just just as a thing you know it's 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 open it's available to you if you choose to go mm-hmm. and i i think the only thing to really say beyond that is that uh that we hope that there's no incidents i don't expect us to hear about any incidents from any of it but i i think they are taking it super seriously so we don't yeah. have to necessarily worry about it and if it is a thing where you say hey maybe i do go and there's still a chance that something could happen maybe just think about outside of that trip to universal maybe don't don't go over to grandma's house now yeah. don't don't say just because i went there and i went to the grocery store now i should start seeing as many people as i want all the exactly time. yeah take it take it a couple steps at a time and and it's, it's a good it's yeah. hard it's hard because once you take that first step you're like oh well i'm out i might as well you know i had that dentist appointment the other day and i was like well this is the first time i've left like maybe i should do this or that and then i was like no because now i've now i've been exposed to this many people and if i go there it's this many people that now have quadruped so you gotta it's like take it you know don't let the floodgates open just take your time and enjoy enjoy what you can you know but and it's it's it it's hard. It's like when somebody gives you, you know, a whole bag of candy and they're like, make it last for a week. And you're like, joke's on you. It's not going to last for an hour. You know, it, you have to make the candy last. <laughs> yep. Take those steps. Don't take leaps. But uh, I think that's uh, going to wrap it up for this episode. So thank you, Rhino, for being here. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Yep. And uh, thanks again to Vincent for joining us uh, to to help with that coverage of being inside universal city walk on that reopening day and thank you to everyone out there for taking the time to listen and watch this of course if you need any extra information you can always head over to disunplugged.com home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the disunplugged podcast network you can find links to our social media channels and more uh rhino what what are your social media places that people can get in touch with you at uh, a Twitter, Instagram—it's all the same. It's R Y N O one one eight five. Those are those are the ones I use the most. I really don't use Facebook, so get away from me on there. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't even send the request. I'm I don't respond. I don't I don't use. It. I think it's been like two years since I used it at all. Yeah, that's. I mean, I have I have my personal page that I do not accept requests for anymore, just because I'm trying to slowly get rid of that completely. There is a fan page on Facebook that you can follow along with me, but I never update it. But if you want updates from me on Twitter and Instagram, I am at Teleclaster. So, And, uh, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and you're hitting that bell button so you get notified when we have new videos. And then, of course, uh, leave us fun comments and questions down below. and we will We will read them, we'll answer them, and we will enjoy them. And, of course, 
hit that thumbs up button. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Play, uh, if you can subscribe to us, please do so. And if you can leave us ratings and reviews, please do that as well, too. So thank you, everyone, once again, for listening and watching. Thank you, Rhino. Thank you, Vincent. And thank you, thank you to me, I guess, too. Why not? I deserve a pat on the back every now and then. Give it to yourself. So I give it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's going to do it for this week's episode. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still have not changed the name. (laughs) 